Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Suave Talk presented by Dyer's Top Rods. And before we get to our guest, Turbo, let's just say, so let's just say WVMS may have been most the most wild race I've ever seen in my life. You had the lead. You lose a tire on the final lap. What the hell was going on in West Virginia Motor on Sunday? Um, well, to start off, Cody Watson did an awesome job, um, hung his neck out, and there was literally 29 million people there. So that's what you need to start off. Like, there were so many people there, and, like, they were pumped. It was like me and Devin were standing there talking. Like, it was pretty cool. It was Sunday afternoon, and the hillside is, like, absolutely slammed. And, you know, people were just excited, and there's only two classes, so there's a lot of there wasn't a lot of attention on anybody else, you know, it was like we were the main card. So it was, it was really cool to be there and be a part of that. And, uh, you know, they haven't raced on it in eight years, I believe is what they told me. So for it raining two inches the day before and all that, um, like you said, I mean, it was going to be a little bit fast and rough and it made for an exciting race. Uh, you know, I think if they get it worked out a little bit more, it'll be, really good you know when you can move up the track some more but for the circumstances and everything i don't think for i don't think anyone could have asked for a more exciting race you know the last 10 laps was crazy and you know i broke a wheel Devin and jd had flats and that's how i got the lead and then you know i broke that wheel literally a quarter mile away from winning so it, it kind of sucked for me but it was still cool to be a part of it's definitely uh you know i can say i've been there and did it and uh you know, I'm sure we'll go back in a month or so and try our luck at a little bit more money there. Well, our guest, Devin Moraine, who joins us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline. Devin, you almost drilled turbo after he lost his tire. What were you thinking inside the cockpit? Yeah, I, really, I wasn't focused on Tyler because I was trying to pass JD there, and I, I thought I was going to get second, and then I look up, and the tire's flying in the air, and, like, I'm staring directly into Tyler's eyes, and I was like, uh, this is not going to be good. I don't know. We just made evasive action and, and missed him and then uh, put on an exciting last two laps. Um, it, was, it was an exciting race, you know. Um, like Tyler said, kudos to Cody Watson and, and everybody at uh, West Virginia Motor Speedway. Um, I grew up there. That's that's kind of like how I talk about East Bay all the time. That's how West Virginia Motor Speedway was for us, so... To see that hillside full of people um, and, and a really exciting race, um, obviously track conditions weren't great, but that's kind of what I expected going into the first race. Um, that place sitting for eight years, uh, it was it was everything and more than what I expected it to be, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and how cool of a scene is it to see all those fans on the hillside? Because there were some photos that uh, Zachary Yost posted. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, and like, like I'm saying, like, that's exactly how I remember it back in the day. Like, my, my dad's T-shirt trailer was up there, and we were hanging out, and you'd look over the hillside, and it would just be packed. And I thought they were going to have a good crowd, but I didn't ever expect it to be five, 6,000 people there. So um, to put that show on in front of them guys and, and, and hear them cheering and stuff like that, it was, a, it was really, really awesome. And, and I think that's just going to make the race in June even that much bigger uh, for the historic 100. 2021 has been a great year for you so far. You've been winning races, big paydays. Simple question, is this the best start you ever had to a season? Yeah, you know, this is by far the best start I've ever had, period. Um, in 2018, I had a really, really good year. Um, in the last two years, have kind of been slump years. So uh, to, to come out strong here in 2021 um, in this title race in Longhorn, uh, it, it's been a lot of fun, you know, um, but – we're only 25 races in of a 75-80 race schedule, so 
Um, we just got to keep working hard, and hopefully we can beat, keep beating that uh, one car the best performance. All right, Turbo, this is your time now. What's your question? Um, just tell everyone, Devin. I mean, a lot of people know you're family-orientated and all that. You know, I spent a lot of time up there at your shop when we ran Outlaws and stuff. Just kind of talk about your dad and just tell him who he likes more, you know. I mean, I know who he likes more, but just explain to people how – father-son situation works because our dads are very similar in who they cheer for at the racetrack yeah it's it's kind of funny you know when tyler tyler literally hung out at our shop for two years in a row uh, in 17 and 18 and we rode up and down the road together like all the time we were together 24 7 and by the end of it it was kind of a joke because we always talked about how Tyler's dad liked hanging out and, and going racing with me more, but obviously Big Don definitely had more fun with Tyler. Um, I think a lot of it's just because of the father-son relationship. Don't get me wrong. He still loved me more than Tyler. Well, I think anyways. <laughs> but, but no, it, it just it's kind of that deal when you're with someone all the time. As a father-son duo, um, you, you kind of don't always see eye to eye. And, and Turbo was always there chirping. So whenever me and Dad would get into it, he, he kind of added to the fire and, and uh, and Dad would like that about him. So it, we had a lot of fun and hanging out. But uh, uh, I'm Mark Herb's number one fan, and I think Tyler's Big Don's number one fan. Or Big and Don Tyler's number one fan. Yeah, and then also just tell people. I tell Burner this every time I see him, and I tell you this. Why don't you hire Burner? Like, it, please explain to people. For people who don't know, every race that Devin's ever won, Keith Burner has been there on the <laughs> wrenches to they dominate. And Devin's too selfish or whatever it is to not make Burner go to every race with him. And I told him that at West Virginia. I said, you know, like, if Devin was smart, he would just hire you to go. And, like, for some reason, you just have it said that you can't have Burner at every race. And then you struggle, and then Devin Burner shows up, and then you're, like, on top of the world. So, what? I mean, why won't you hire Burner? Like, please tell everybody why. Well, because the problem is he's too busy, too busy building these spring smashers. Uh, we, we've tried to get him to go and go and go. And he goes to quite a few races. He goes to 50, 60% of the races that we're at. And, and you're right, he's literally been at every big race I've won. Um, but he's just so busy. I'm trying to get him to retire. A lot of people don't realize he's like 62 or 63, so he's getting up there in age. So I wanted to get him to retire or sell his business or do something, and then he actually will go racing with us full time. But, but the problem is when we're in Nebraska racing and he's got spring smashes to build and sell, it's just, it's just too hard for him. So I, kn- I know you give me a lot of crap about that, but... Uh, there'll be a time when he does go with me, but I don't know if you want that to happen or not, Turbo. Damn, true, true, <laughs> true. Bob? All right, February 13th, 2021. I thought you guys were in a massive fight, so we need to clear the air, but Tyler Herb tweeted at uh, Devin and said, seen this guy won the big gator. Congrats, buddy. I'm still pissed you spun me out at East Bay, but we can settle that later. Enjoy the crocodile. And then Devin kind of... You know, fired back, but you guys had social media fired up and actually thought you guys were actually going to, like, brawl in the parking lot. We have brawled in the parking lot. We've had one good wrestling match that lasted, like, 45 minutes, and we were both bleeding and bruised up. But this was, like, two years ago. But, no, I took him out at East Bay, but it was his fault, and he knows that now. We've talked about it a couple times, but that's just part of racing. That's how East Bay is. And Tyler might have a different opinion, but... We're buds for life. All right, Turbo. Well, how do you feel about it still a couple of months later? I mean, I think it hurts, <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it is. But East Bay is crazy, and obviously there's so many 
altercations that go on throughout the week at East Bay that, yeah, you can't – it wasn't the worst that I've ever been a part of, but I did hurt. I feel like I was in the catbird seat and Devin dumped. I mean, we've moved past that, and for some reason, me and Devin, when we get by each other, we have, like, a very, very intense competition. We'll rape the dead last, sliding each other and rape each other, and he says it's me, and I say it's happening. Sometimes I take the blame. <laughs> I run each other like we're good buddies, but like we don't want to let one beat each other, you know, one beat the other back and forth. And it does make for really exciting racing. That's one thing I will say. Like, I think when me and Devin get close, like we pick it up. A lot of people say that they say I make them drive harder. And I think Devin will agree. I don't know. It's just, I mean, we're all competitive and, you know, we're pretty close. To the so that just must play a factor. All right, Devin, your dad's obviously a Hall of Famer. He's won plenty of races throughout his career. What was it like growing up and going to watch your dad race all the time? Did you travel much with him, and how was that experience? It had to be pretty fun because uh, that was a day when Eldora would have like 250 cars, Stars was alive. It had to be a great time growing up watching your dad race that. You know, I, I definitely do have a lot of great stories and a lot of fun times going up and down the road. But the problem was, like, when he was really in his heyday, I, I was too young to really remember. And then as I got older, um, I, I was in the sports. I, I played football, baseball, basketball. I wrestled a little bit. Um, I did a lot, a lot of different things growing up. So I really didn't get to go racing with him um, that I remember as much as I wish I would have. Um, but, like, just like we talk about East Bay, uh, we'd go there and ride bicycles and screw off. Or, like, at West Virginia Motor. Uh, on the hillside behind where all the t-shirt trailers parked, we'd play football on the hillside or roll down the hillside or, or tape up my brother and, and throw him down. I mean, I mean, we've had a ton of fun growing up throughout the years, um, going racing with dad and, and hanging out with him and stuff. But uh, um, it's definitely not as much as I, I would like to remember. If I could look back and remember everything, it, it would be awesome. But uh, there's just stories here and there that I remember and I'm very grateful for that for sure. Do you remember any of his big Eldora wins? Like do you remember the Eldora million? Not really. Um I remember we'd always sit up and turn one and two and I kinda remember when he slid O'Neill um in one and two. But other than that, like I don't really remember Victory Lane. I don't remember <laughs> anything going on that weekend. Like it's just kinda kinda real faint because I was only six at the time and you just don't really remember that much stuff when you're that age so uh like i said it, it's a bummer i don't get to remember all that but uh the things i do remember um definitely makes up for it well i bet the following week or monday at school or the babysitter you had to tell like the ladies that my dad's a millionaire now i mean that had to help out a little bit well my mom was my homeschool teacher then so <laughs> she kind of already knew so i didn't really get to do that <laughs> all right turbo you got anything all right, Devin, we've both been to Australia. We both had a lot of fun over there. Um, just give Suave a little taste of Australia racing and kind of, uh, I don't know, I guess you could kind of just go through what it was like to race in Australia. I mean, the last time you went was, uh, what, 17, I think we both went, and just kind of explain to them, you know, the people there and some of the other stuff you do there besides racing. Yeah, I mean – my favorite thing about going to Australia is meeting the other people. And, and there's a lot of great guys I've drove for over there and, and became really good friends with. Um, and, and that's the coolest thing about the whole experience. Um, they've got a couple of really, really good racetracks, like first, uh, Motorplex, 
um, in Quinlana. It's um, one of the best, if not the best, racetracks in the entire world, facility-wise, racetrack-wise. Um, I mean, it's awesome. But but to go meet those people and become lifelong friends with those guys, um, that, that's as cool and as fun as anything, you know. Like uh, Paul Stubber, for instance, uh, we went out and went jet skiing um, on his jet skis and, and was riding with the dolphins and uh, go mountain biking and hang out with Ross McCastry and the old fields. And um, it's just a lot of fun to meet those people, um, go hang out and have some brewskis by the beach, um, share stories and, and make new stories. You know, um, obviously myself and Tyler, Cameron Pearson and uh, Ryan, we had a, a really, probably the most fun day I've ever had in my life over there. We, we swam with sharks and um, it, it was a pretty wild day. We, we can't get into everything uh, that we did <laughs> on that day. But it, it was definitely a lot of fun, and uh, like I said, that's probably one of my favorite days I've ever had in my life, and, and that's how the whole time is over there. We just go hang out, have fun, um, race, and, and have a good time. All right, you're off to a great start. Obviously, you're number two in the Dirt on Dirt pole, which is rigged, by the way. But anyways, um, I mean, what else do you got to do this year to, to be the number one driver? JD's on kill, but I mean, West Virginia, I think you could have won, no flat. Just like, you know, I could have won if I didn't break a wheel, or J.D. could have won if he didn't have a fight in the heat, maybe. So, I mean, how many more races you got to win? What's the goal? You're going to run Lucas, even though you say you're not going to run Lucas. Like, what do you got to do to be the number one at the end of 2021? Uh, we just got to go out and win races and be consistent, you know. Um, I feel like I've been really good at times, but I've also sucked at times. I ran 16th at Hagerstown two weeks ago, and I followed up with a 12th at Port Royal, you know, and and to be the number one driver in the country, you just can't do that. Um, yeah, I don't always get along with the dirt on dirt pools, but I'm pretty happy with them right now. Um, but we just, yeah, we just got to be consistent and run good and win races. And if we do that, and uh, if we have our head-to-head battles with JD or you or Overton or Shepard or whoever else is running good at the time, if, if we can win those battles, then, then that puts us in that position. What's the race you're most pumped for this year? Obviously, if it's muddy or you can hold it wide open, I mean, you have one of the fastest cars. So what race are you most pumped about, you know, for this year? Big money or just one you really want to win? Like, what's what's the race that DMR, Wiley gets to stand on the hood? Like, which which race is it going to be? I think I'm ready for Eldora, you know. I've, I've never been great at Eldora. And obviously, that was one of Dad's, if not his best racetracks ever. Um, and I, and I've never even won there. Dad never won there after the million. So it's been since 2001 since the Moran has, has won and been on in victory lane. So I'm just excited to get there and try to get a win, whether it's a dream, the world, a prelim. Um, I just want to go to Eldora and get a win, um, kind of break the million dollar curse. So, so hopefully we can do that. And that's, that's really what I'm working for and looking forward to this year. Bob, go back. Well, it's, by the way, 20 years ago, that would be if you end up getting in victory lane, so that'd be pretty cool at Eldora since 2001. But go back to the Australian thing for a second. When those guys come over and race during the Summer Nationals, like Stubbers, Stubbers of the World, Oldfields, and stuff like that, they are just so happy. If we could take every single dirt late model driver in America and we all got the Australian happiness, I feel like racing would be much, much better. Yeah, I mean... They definitely are happy, but they're on vacation when they're over here, you know. Um, it's not all cherries and roses when they're at home working and doing what they got to do. Um, same with us. When me and, or me and Tyler go to Australia, 
we aren't really ever upset. We're pretty happy most of the time because it's a vacation and we're hanging out and we're having fun. And they're the same way over here. But, but yeah, I'm with you. Um, our world and especially our country as a whole, um, there's too much complaining, bickering, fighting, trash talking, everything else. Um, I'm more of a non-confrontational guy, so I wish everyone was just happier and, and enjoyed life and, and did what made them happy and, and looked at the positive side of things. Um, so I'm with you. I wish people were more positive for sure. All right. I did a suave talk with you in like 2015. It was like one of my first episodes. Back then, I would say Wiley was probably more popular than you are. But since then, you've won a Prairie Dirt Classic. You won at Bristol. You put on shows lately here in the last five years. Do you feel like you're more famous than him now, finally? Was that when we originated hashtag get Wiley a girlfriend? Yeah, now, and that? now he has a girlfriend. So I think we like kind of did our job there that day. We did. We did. Now, now Tyler and Wiley can become brothers and like good. <laughs> that is hilarious. But, yeah, so how does it feel like Wiley, I feel like, has just grown up overnight? Yeah, he's, he's a different man, you know. He, he's got his house. He's got his mower. I, I saw him mowing yesterday. So he's turned into my dad and daddy, dad each and every day, you know. Um, I've always said he's a 20-year-old man and a 60-year-old soul. So... He definitely has that old man mentality, and I gotta, I gotta give him crap about that. But, but he's happy, and he's in a different part of his life right now. And, and as long as we keep winning races and running good, and and we all keep working hard together, uh, I'm sure he's gonna stay happy for a while. Besides your dad, who was like one of your childhood heroes growing up to watch race? One of my childhood heroes, man, I don't really know. Um, I, I like. I don't know. I mean, I really just like going to watch the races. Um, I don't really know if I had any favorites other than Dad. Um, obviously, I remember remember a lot of guys racing back in the day. Um, but I don't really have any other childhood heroes. My dad was the person I always looked up to. Uh, he was the one I was always wanting to win, and he's the only person I ever really cheered for. So, so I can't really say I had someone else that I, I, I looked up to other than my dad, really. Oh, man, that's that's pretty bold. You were just loyal to the family. Did you ever cry at a race because it was Heartbreak City? Do you remember, like, one specific moment where you're, like, crying in the stands? Because I, I feel like if your dad's racing, winning all these races, and something crazy happens, I'd probably cry too. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I did at some point. Um, I don't really remember. One thing I do kind of remember is mom was kind of crying at the minute, and I don't know why that popped in my head, but, but I can kind of remember that. But that was, like, not a heartbreak moment. That was obviously tears of joy. Um, but other than that, I don't, I, I don't really remember, like, a heartbreak moment where we were crying um, or upset. Uh, one thing Dad's always said, you just got to be level-headed and ride the wave. And sometimes bad crap happens, and you just got to put it behind you and just keep working hard and, and doing what you're doing. So right now, no, I can't remember, but I'm sure there's definitely times in my past for sure. Are you officially the cool uncle now? Your brother Tristan and his wife Abby gave birth to a beautiful daughter a few days ago. Are you officially the cool uncle or what? I don't know. She has a bunch to choose from, but uh, I went and saw her yesterday. I held her for about a half hour, and she shit on me twice, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> but uh, but, but it, it's pretty amazing, you know. Um, I've been really, really close with Tristan and his wife Abby for a long time. Um, obviously, Tristan helps a lot at Michigan County Speedway. Um, we, we race there a couple times a year. Opening nights actually next weekend, so it's going to be a tr- stressful time for them. But uh, um, it, I'm just really glad and I'm blessed and thank the Lord that uh, that the baby's healthy, that Abby's doing all right, and 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 all that's well. So uh, 
it's really, like I said, an amazing thing. That it's a miracle, really, what what people can do with burst and everything else. So uh, um, it's it's definitely cool. I, I'm trying trying to get here at least once a week because I don't want to be that family member that's never around or anything like that. So uh, if I can get here at least once every week or two um, and and try to stay real close with them guys, that's kind of what my plan is. All right, Turbo. So have you ha- spent any family holidays with uh, Wiley? Yeah, me and Wiley, we spent uh, all of Christmas together. At, so did like at, uh, did Devin have to give you some tips and pointers on like how Wiley acts, his demeanors, his mannerisms, or overall he was just good uh, at it? No, I know how Wiley acts. I've been around him enough. He is very level, low-key, doesn't get excited. Um, we did go snow skiing. I went snowboarding. and he skied, and we did that, and it was, it was pretty funny because Wiley's not the most coordinated, but um, yeah, we spent all week at uh, Caitlin and George moms i mean it was actually really fun and i'm sure wiley will probably be the first one to get married out of me Devin, and uh and him so uh yeah i would say once wiley gets married then we'll all have to start going to Devin's house then we'll have to come to my house then we'll have to go to their caitlin and jordan's mom's house so yeah i mean in a weird way we're all related we're kind of like the moyers and the the taylors and all them down in batesville i think everyone in batesville arkansas is related and for some reason, we're all going to end up related up here in the Ohio, PA area. <laughs> oh, my. How I about... think Devin's getting married. What about you, Swab? Who do you think's going to get married first, me or Devin Oof. and Wiley? Well, you've had, I would say, like, right now, I feel like you've dated Caitlin longer, but you guys have, uh, you know, had your ups and downs, but right now it's an up, and I think I'll say it an up. But I think uh, Devin and his boo, they – they are a great couple. They seem happy together. So I think it could be a toss-up. Maybe you guys both do it at, like, the World 100 Week and you both propose at the same time and then maybe get married the following dream or something like that. What do you think, guys? I'm not proposing I'm not proposing at a racetrack. That's good. No, I was going to say, if you did that, you guys would be losers. I heard that last night. She said that last She said, if you propose to me at a racetrack, I would, like, that's the one thing I don't want to be related to racing. I said, well, that's cool. I agree with that. That's fine. I'm <laughs> Yeah. Not at a racetrack, and I can promise you, I'm not getting married on a race weekend. Well, no, yeah, that's, well, that's good. That's November, December. Yeah, that'd be perfect for you guys. And then honeymoon at Australia, and you guys can race, and they'll be mad at you even more. No, we're going to a bachelor party in Australia. Devin's invited. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. When are we going? When are you get married? Actually, I'm a turbo. I think Larry's going to get married first. And then I would say me and Turbo won't be far behind if I was a betting man. Oh, yeah. The cards are going to fall if Wiley comes out of nowhere and proposes first, you know. There's going to be some pressure on Turbo especially and then some pressure on you just because you're older than Wiley. So it's going to be – I feel like it's going to be a domino effect. The snowball's going to be rolling down the hill. I cannot wait for this. And I better be invited to both your weddings. I'm just going to show up anyway. Deal. Let's roll with it. <laughs> so what's it like not living at home anymore? Are your parents, like, devastated and miss you guys? Because I know Wiley bought a house. You moved out. I feel like the whole family is moving out at the same time. they got to be, you know, sad and devastated and stuff like that, Devin. Yeah, Dad loves it. Because, like I said before, uh, me and Dad, I mean, obviously, I've looked up to him my entire life, and I respect the heck out of him. But, but when you're living with your dad when you're 25, um, you don't always see eye to eye. Um, so he's really glad that I moved out, and I probably talk to him more now than when I lived at home. Um, but my mom, she hates it. 
Um, she really wishes we were all at home. She just loves us all being there. But, but now that she has a grandbaby, she's going to be occupied. And, and life's pretty good, you know. Every, everyone's in a really good spot right now. Um, everyone's really happy, and, and life's going good, you know. All right, I got to ask you, Devin. Turbo, I'm not going to ask this. I've already asked him. Do we race too much, or do you think that we're at a perfect amount? Because I saw a few drivers on social media saying, man, they expect us to come out and race, but we have no help. It takes too much time. And then you have other guys like J.D. He's all pumped up. Obviously, he's winning races, but he'll, it seems like he'll show up to a racetrack anytime. It seems like this year you're doing that kind of route. When there's a race available at a track you like, big money, you're going to show up. Do we race too much? A lot of it just depends on your team that you have around you, you know. Um, I feel like right now Wiley and I are probably racing too much because it's just us two. Um, but if you look at, at Turbo, it's himself and Randall and Corey. Is Corey is Corey's your other guy, right, Turbo? Yeah, Corey. And yeah, Flynn so Tim. Huh? And Flynn Tim, the UNOH kid. Oh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Turbo's got four guys there. He should be able to race three, four times a week, not a problem. Um it's definitely hard for us to make that happen, but um, obviously when you're running, you're good. You're going to try to run as much as you can. Um, so, yes and no. I wish we raced more in the summer. I just wish we had a longer break in the winter, I guess. Oh, yeah, I think so too. But now I feel like it's the can of worms. We've opened it up, and I don't think we're going back to it. So I think people are just going to have to decide when they want to race because like Chris Madden, he always said, he told me at Speed Weeks, he likes racing less because he feels like he's more prepared when he shows up to the racetrack. But then you have guys like Turbo and JD who say, you know what, we're going to race, keep getting reps, and get better and better. Yeah, and I, I understand that. Um, as an actual race car driver, if all you did was show up and drive, then, yeah, you'd want to race as much as you possibly could. Um, I think it would just make you a better driver all the time. But when you're working on all your stuff, you're staying up till midnight, 1 o'clock to get done, trying to get ready and go. Um, obviously, I know Chris does a lot of his own stuff. So, so I see his side of things, too, and I'm on that side of things, too, sometimes, you know. Um, You've got to make sure your stuff's prepared. You've got to be ready to go. Um, if you show up to the track half prepared, then you're only going to run half as good as you expect, you know. So uh, um, there's definitely two sides to that story. Um, a lot of it just depends kind of kind of – where you're at with your race team slash driving or, and what's going on. If if you can work 9 to 5 and be 100% prepared, then, yeah, go race as much as you want. But if you're working from 9 to midnight and you're half worn out when you get to the track, then, no, you should definitely not race as much and try to get more prepared, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. Turbo, you kinda, you've always said that. just depends on the situation pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I like racing more, and I don't – I feel like I don't have – another life besides this so like if i don't go race like if i get everything even if it's a long week like this week there's a lot to do because west virginia is kind of hard on stuff and i'm not racing that same car but i'd obviously like to get it 100 percent ready before i go and you know i just i'm the type of person like my dad is a uh, wake up at 4 30 in the morning drink coffee goes to work and he doesn't stop working until the job's done and like that's just the way i was always raised like, we didn't get to do a lot of fun stuff just because that's, I don't know, it's just the way he was brought up and stuff. So now I feel like racing is fun to me, and, you know, if you got to work a little bit more, it's not a big deal. But obviously, like Devin said, you need people. You know, you can't do it by yourself. And I did it with one guy for, like, three years, and it, it did. It wears you down quick, and, you know, you just you get you get in a weird headspace. But, you know, now I'm in an opportunity where if we could race – 
four days a week, five days a week. I'm all about it because, you know, somebody can drive the truck, everybody sleeps. You know, when you get there, they wake up, start working. Like, there's not a lot of reasons not to go race when you have everything in place, and that's what JD's doing. And then, you know, when you run good, you definitely want to just keep the ball rolling as long as you can. So, yeah, it's a it's a catch twenty two, but we're trying to uh, get as many races in as we can. And you know, you never know what could happen tomorrow. I'd hate to take two weekends off and you know roll over and die and be like, man, that's, I just wish I could have raced two more times because you know we don't know that we can do this forever. And you know, right now, if you got the opportunity, I think uh, you just spend all your time and efforts doing it, and uh, you know, then you have nothing to regret as as you get older. All right, Devin, Saturday, Florence, Kentucky, y'all. Are you even going to put a deck or a uh, right rear quarter panel on, or are you just going to go Shane and Bab at Belclair? Because last few times at Florence, you have to run that cushion and throw some sliders, so I think it's pointless to even put those on. I guarantee you Josh Rice is going to have to put a new deck and spoiler on. He might win the race, but he's going to be on the gas. Um, so hope, hopefully I can get a, little point, a couple pointers from him, and uh, we'll see what we can do. I'm sure it's going to be good racing. Uh, Josh King and them guys always do a great job, and uh, I'm sure we'll go there and start some massive fighters. I know me and Turbo will with each other, so we'll see what happens. All right, Turbo, any final thoughts before we get to the big question? No, not really, man. I'm just uh, excited to get off these horse tracks for a while and go back to some bull rings and things that are more my speed. Uh, I do get a shot to redeem myself at Atomic two times next week, and Devin will be there, so um, I just hope that... Uh, I hope we're not in the same qualifying group for once and uh, we can line up on the front row of a feature at Atomic and, uh, you know, we'll see who's, uh, who wants it bad enough, I guess. <laughs> oh, my. That would, be, that would be pretty epic. I feel like it was going to happen a few times the other night, but uh, cards fell that way for Devin, which is a great big win for him. As always, though, Devin, we always have the driver assessment of Tyler Herb. We're trying to make him the best driver possible. We're trying to make him the future Lucas Oil National Champion, maybe a Summer Nationals Champion here in 2022. You never know. But rate his driving ability and maybe rate something he needs to improve on. His pure talent driving ability, um, I would say he's pretty good, you know. Um, not many people can just jump in the late model and, and progress like he did. So, uh, obviously, he's got some of talent. Um, obviously, like everyone knows, Tyler doesn't use his head all the time. Um, and I've tried, I've told him that in, in previous conversations, but, uh, he just, he races really hard and he tries really hard, but, uh, as of late, he's been pretty respectful to everyone and, and it's been pretty good racing. And, and that's the thing, like if you race people clean nine times out of 10, they're going to race you clean back. So, uh, as long as you show a little respect to people, they'll show it to you. And, and I think Tyler kind of knows like that's what's happening right now. And, and if he stays on that path, then, uh, Hopefully me and him will be racing for Lucas Oil Championships for the next 20 years or so. Oh, that'd be badass. But you have to admit, though, he kind of mentioned it earlier, when you see Turbo next to you or you see Bobby or, you know, a younger guy of guys you grew up with, you race them a little harder than maybe a veteran. It has to be true. I've seen it on the track. I know it goes through your guys' mind. Yeah, I mean, kind of. To be honest, the only reason why I have to race Tyler and Bobby harder is because they're they're racing so hard, so... You have to do that to get by him. But, like, you race Brandon Shepard or Overton or some of them guys, they're really our age, too. But they don't have that same kind of mentality and driving style. So you can race them guys a little bit different than what you do Bobby and Tyler. Like, like when you're racing Bobby and Tyler, you got to get in front of them and go. 
because if not, you know a big haymaker's coming in to try to get back by you. Um, then it really just puts you in a bad spot. So uh, you just kind of got to race the people the way they race you, and uh, that's kind of the mentality I look at it, and, and that's kind of why I do what I do with them guys. Besides Turbo and Bobby, they're always going to be concerned with racing hard. Who's like an underdog or guys they don't think of that much that races pretty hard, and you got to race them just like you race those guys? Um, I don't know. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Um, Josh, Josh Rice is one. Yeah, Josh Rice is really hard. I've, I've really never got to race with Josh a whole lot, though. Um, we race a little bit, but, but not a ton. But, yeah, he does race hard. I mean, he's all out every time he races, and, and he's a really, really good race car driver. And uh, I'm telling you, he's going to be hard to beat this weekend at Florence. So uh, it's going to be elbows up, and hopefully we can get up there. All right, Turbo, anything? Final thoughts before we cut him off? No, not really. Just uh, we'll see you at Ponderosa. I hope it's a little bit slick so, uh, you know, we all have a fair chance this weekend. Cause if not, Devin in the 49 camp, well, uh, they'll be pretty dangerous, I would say. I hope it's slick, too. I need to get faster in the slick. I suck in the slick. <laughs> well, Devin, uh, appreciate you taking the time during your lunch. And uh, coming on the podcast, it was great. Uh, I'm glad you're having a great, successful 2021 season. Let's hope that it continues. Let's hope Turbo gets some wins, and then you guys have a collision course battle maybe towards the end for a driver of the year. That'd be awesome. Let's make it happen. Thank you, guys.